Good evening and welcome to another episode of Last Call Lambo. <laughs> you sound like Fran Drescher. <laughs> I'm your host, Sam. Sam um, Drescher. <laughs> with me are two people. One of them is Monty. He's fine. He's okay. Whatever. The other, the other is a year older than she was last week mm-hmm. because math. So now I'm 22. <laughs> everybody wish Aaron a happy 22nd birthday thank you thank you um, happy birthday we uh, got you a gift yes I yes. understand you are in possession of right now I am I was told not to open it until am I now. now I'm opening it now, now yeah now we had to make sure it, it died in the packaging okay. <laughs> yeah there's no holes in it so <laughs> um I probably should have cut it open before we this. <laughs> okay. I got too many beverages on my desk here. I was really worried. They I'm were so scared. I have no idea what this could wasn't be. I'm Amazon terrified. packaging because they do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they don't really package it up. They just send the box. I order so I order so much shit from Amazon that I just knocked over um uh, notepad but i order so much shit from amazon i've gotten so good at opening these boxes i know how to do it <laughs> all right oh, oh my goodness <laughs> what did you get you guys it is avengers monopoly are you serious <laughs> oh my god it's so cute do Look you like it i love it oh, and, and it's ages eight and up so we think you'll be able to good <laughs> the description of the item on Amazon was Avengers Monopoly eight and up. And I was like, this is perfect. Perfect. I can win the two year old You won't have it's to read my the instructions. Age range. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, that was so sweet. Thank you. Of Happy course. birthday. Thank yeah, you. I wanted to give you a little something, something for being so Cheers. gosh dang awesome. Cheers. 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 Um, I'll slap to that. <laughs> we haven't said the, we haven't said the rule yet. <laughs> Before we get into our drinking, though, what are we drinking, guys? So I am, I'm just having another old-fashioned. I used uh, the same rye I had last week, but I used fig fig bitters this time. Ooh. They're, they're really good. What kind of bitters did you use last time? Uh, just, just the regular ones last week. I don't know what bitters are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, think of it like it's a very strong, concentrated kind of like aperitif. And you just put a couple splashes in to kind of like wake up flavor of what you're doing. Ah, okay, okay. Aaron, what you got? Um, I was originally going to do a sparkling rosé that I've had in the fridge, but um, your girl's a little under the weather. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. I visited my nephew this weekend and he is one and a half. So he's just like a walking Petri dish mm-hmm. um, from daycare. So he had a cold. Now I have a bit of a cold. So I thought something with orange juice. So mm. I made a Moscow mule, but with um, a little bit half vodka, half Cointreau, so orange liqueur, and then a splash of OJ with the ginger beer. So it sounds delicious. Yeah, it, it sounds nice good. and nice and refreshing. Yeah, yeah, it should heal me in no time. <laughs> <laughs> the magic juice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's no special drink this week because I'm just trying to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a uh, just a strawberry angry orchard. I, was, I haven't had angry orchard in a while. It's like my favorite drink, and I don't drink go-to. it much on here. But yeah, strawberry. Well, um, it's a special occasion. Yeah, it is. It is. Erin <laughs> is twenty-two again. Yeah, <laughs> again, <laughs> again. No, just once. Totally. <laughs> I'm totally not twenty-two plus ten. <laughs> um. Benny. Uh, so yeah, our drinking game. <laughs> Sorry, <guys>. Benny. Just, <laughs> just a, he just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, all statuesque in the background. <laughs> so um, as our listeners may or may not know, I would hope that they pay attention, but we have a drinking game every week um, themed around some sort of current event. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard about <laughs> what happened on Sunday. But there was an award show. It's called the Oscars, and Willard got a little, got a little slap happy. Willard Smith <laughs> drank, slapped the shit 
out of Chris Rock <laughs> on stage and then yelled at him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth twice. From, and then went back to his seat, yelled Went at back him. to his seat and then one best actor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not for that. <laughs> but not even for that. <laughs> so we are making slap jokes this week. I hope we don't offend you guys. Um, I don't know why this would offend you, but, but if it does, <laughs> slap yourselves. A fucking hellscape. <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty! It's getting out of hand fast. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't seen this, I don't know what you're doing on this show because I don't know how you would find out about this because you're clearly living <laughs> under a rock because it's been three days of everybody spewing their opinion polls and everything all great over memes, the place though. yeah great amazing memes, memes really quality. amazing memes but everybody's fighting about it it's it's great entertainment if you yeah. don't actually give a shit like the three of us yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's really funny because with any big current event now it does seem like there's three sides to every story now it's yes the, the people that get offended at the other side who don't view it the same way and then the third side is just the people that enjoy the memes. Like, <laughs> and I thought that this was going to be like something that went away after one day. And I cannot believe that we are. It is, it is still going to be strong. Talking about it. Yeah. It, it's like the, the Bo Burnham song, like the backlash to the backlash. Like everybody's getting mad at people's reactions. <laughs> and it's like, like these are like millionaires that everybody's like white knighting for. Like, can we can we calm <laughs> down? Like, <laughs> like, like I get it. Assault and like is not great. It's not good. But like, I, I just I don't know what else there is to talk about. Do you know how many of my male friends like will get drunk and fight each other at parties, <laughs> and then like the next day they're fine? Yeah, I get that this is different. You just kind of you just kind of have to sometimes. Like you gotta. Why did you to gotta your friends <laughs> Dude, we're so close. We we're should getting fight. Yeah, I think so. Right. <laughs> oh well. Uh, with that, we will get into our show. So again, for those of you who do and don't know, um, we build a drink every episode. We start with the booze, which is the meatiest part of the uh, episode. I just my brain just stopped working. <laughs> she said meat, and her brain was like, oh. <laughs> Um, then we get All into right, our do, do you want us to slap you to re reset it? <laughs> <laughs> then we get into our mixer, which is a little bit less important, um, but still, you know, newsworthy. And then we get into our garnish, which is unrelated, a lot of fun. We get the most jokes related <laughs> to our drinking game. Eighty percent, eighty percent of the the rule breaking. <laughs> Don't be surprised if we're still talking about meth this week. (laughs) Expels from my body. Well, we had, I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry, but someone like asked, like, do you guys normally talk this much about (laughs) meth? They they tweeted us and they were like, it was a funny show. We liked it. But normally, is it usually this meth heavy? Our our podcast (laughs) is going to be in the categories with like hard drug podcasts for some reason. substance abuse recovery and then yeah. there's us <laughs> <sighs> okay well <laughs> our booze we're already slap happy look at that we're... god damn it <laughs> <laughs> our booze for tonight is just again it's just going to be general packers news um surprisingly the last week not much has really happened with the packers um which the last After, few weeks been yeah. fucking insane. <laughs> so we heard from the trifecta this <laughs> this past week. We heard from Goot on Monday. We heard from Matt LaFleur on Tuesday. And then we heard from Mark Murphy on Wednesday today. Okay. I'm um, sorry to interrupt. We <laughs> just pitching an idea. We have to start calling them the Holy Trinity. Like oh, whole geez. like cheese, like holes and cheese. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> The Holy Trinity. Brain <laughs> That's a good idea. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we heard from the Holy Trifecta. <laughs> um, and there was not much to talk about. Um, of course, Goot and LaFleur and I think Mark Murphy, they were all asked about 
the Devonte Adams trade, why it happened. Um, and Goody in particular gave some interesting responses. Uh, yeah, it very much seemed like one of those, you know, we felt we had to do this, what was best for him, what was best for us. Yeah. Now that he's not here anymore, like you can tell they don't want to keep harping on it. And I, I do agree with you. It does kind of feel like there's something not, I was going to say like more dramatic going on, but there's a little bit more to it. It's not as on its face as it it's seems. It's not as and plain as, oh, we're trading Devante. Yeah. So it kind of just seems like they're, they're best. It's best for everyone right now at this point to just kind of, he's gone. Like we're happy for him. We got what we think is fair. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think there's more to a story that's going to come out in like five years. Yes. <laughs> um, as to exactly what's been going on the last year um, within either the locker room or the front office. I feel like at some point it's going to come to light, but not anytime soon. Everybody involved yeah. is very private. I just don't yeah. think the Packers are are so hush-hush. Rodgers is really hush-hush, um, which I don't know if it has anything to do with Rodgers. It just is – I'm just – still baffled that he signed a contract knowing Devonte wouldn't be back as I've, yeah. i said last week that yeah. was the last like scenario that i thought was plausible in this whole situation mm-hmm. was rogers back without Devonte, and um yeah and Devonte is very pretty quiet i just don't think we're we're gonna hear about this for a while if ever yeah yeah and, and i i think it's best for everyone i think they're right just to kind of you know the fans are in as good a spot as you know they could be with getting the news because they're you know they got good return for him so the fans are excited to see what they're going to do to replace him um so it's kind of everybody got what they wanted in a way and you know just for right now just let everybody chill because you can't keep asking the same thing over and over and over again yeah i mean there's only so much you can say without giving away sensitive possibly information yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Um, well, that leads us into Matt LaFleur, who talked a lot about the future of the Packers and what they might do with the draft. And he mentioned, um, that obviously they need to replace Devontae Adams and, uh, losing MVS. I don't know that we talked about that last week. Cause I don't, I don't think it had happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Had uh, not breaking happened news, yet. everyone. MVS is gone. <laughs> breaking. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it <laughs> Um, yeah, LaFleur mentioned, um, needing to bring in some speed. So, uh, he's probably talking about cocaine. How do we, (laughs) how do we think they're going to replace MVS in that speed? I I do like that. He specifically said, I mean, they, you know, they're, he specifically said, we want playmakers outside because it leads to explosive plays. And, you know, for everyone that was worried that they're just going to slap together an offensive you know, running the ball. <laughs> you fuck. Aaron, did you even catch that? One? No, she he didn't was, even like, catch lagging, that one. So I, I was distracted by his his camera was lagging, and I like got my brain just like stopped for about five seconds. But yeah, like, they're not slapped together. <laughs> they're not just smooth. gonna. They're not just gonna throw an offense together that is like disjointed. They they know they need speed. They know what MVS brought was huge to what they do. So, and he specifically said. You know, we have six months before we kick off. So he said, I envision a lot happening between now and then. So like, I mean, obviously the draft's coming. I still think they add a veteran, whether that be before the draft or after, but Mm -hmm. I do think that's, that's also going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, there's, there's just no fucking way that they can go into the season with Cobb, Lazard, and a couple of rookies. Yeah, there's just Rogers. no way, right? right. <laughs> Forgetting about Amari Rogers. Is he still like on that, the team? Um, that cannot be what your plan is. No, there's no way. Especially because you talk about. Um, I know we haven't gotten to him yet, but Mark Murphy, Murphy also teased some stuff. But um, there's just a lot of like cryptic things that they've been saying including um aaron wilson tweeted that uh in regards to rogers returning and adding to the roster um lafleur said we're going to continue to add talent around him there are going to be opportunities and this big note always some unforeseen things that will transpire (laughs) 
that sounds like they have a plan. I know, it believe it or not, like they do actually know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Everybody thinks that they're just waking up and like, what are we going to do to piss off Packer fans today? Oh like, shit, we got to get under the cap like the day before the deadline. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like I thought you were taking care of that. Like but, yeah. picturing Ball's desk just like covered in papers. Just like, oh my God. He's just stressing out. He's... Right, like you know that feeling where it's like the science fair and you like wake up the day of the science yeah. fair. You're like, oh shit. Like, Mom, yeah. like bring in a cup board. of dirt or something. Mom, I have to make a volcano. <laughs> due tomorrow morning at 7 a.m <laughs> um, yeah like they actually do have a plan there's no way they trade Devonte and then let mvs walk without having any sort of plan yeah <laughs> like yeah but, but i mean i i i think also they aren't caught off guard it doesn't seem like they were caught off guard by MVS being too expensive mm-hmm. for them. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they were they were involved in talk in talks with him very deep into his decision. Um, but in the end, I mean, for, yeah, for what he got, I'm glad he got it. I'm just glad the Packers didn't pay it because the speed available at receiver in this draft is it's too good to pass up, and obviously much much cheaper. It always like hurts me to see guys leave Green Bay and go to a big market like LA um, or like New York. But I have to say, it was nice to see MBS go from fucking Green Bay to Kansas. To Kansas City, City. yeah. Like, now it also it also helps he gets to go from Aaron Rodgers to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, especially now with Tyreek gone. Some yeah. wild takes regarding that. Like, oh, is MBS a good enough replacement for Tyreek yeah. Hill? Like. I love you, MBS, but let's not do this. Yeah, right? nobody, hopefully no realistic Chiefs fan thinks like, oh yeah, let's plug this guy and he can do everything Tyree killed it. Right, and I mean, and Tyree is also a couple of arrests ahead of MBS too. If he, yeah, if MBS has like a 1200 yard season, Packers Twitter is going to be a fun place. Yeah, I will expel The takes will be flowing. Organs through my I thought there was going to be a slap reference in there, and it went the completely yeah. other way. <laughs> that was way darker than I anticipated. Where the Expel sounds like so like so. It sounds like way more violent than. <laughs> yeah, like, like it sounds like there's like an infection involved or something. <laughs> I don't ever want to say the word anus ever. <laughs> Well, you're on the wrong show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that um, was that was the number one thing when you signed up. Yeah. <laughs> the terms and conditions. By the way, Aaron, did you ever clip that um, thing of me saying thank you, Daddy? <laughs> Matt Pickett did. Yeah, I was gonna Thanks, say Matt, Matt did. <laughs> I yeah. didn't see that. I yeah. Guess, yeah. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, Shout I need to, to I need Pickett. to download that. <laughs> well, so we do have it. It has been clipped by. By a, by a loyal listener. <laughs> Moving on to Mark Murphy. The tease. The tease that he is. Speaking of, <laughs> thank you, what Daddy. A, what a complicated <laughs> fellow he is. Mark Murphy spoke today um, and talked mainly about the draft and gave some very weird, intriguing response as to what their plan is. Um basically saying something along the lines of it's going to be very interesting with the draft capital that we have. Um, Yeah. He said, I think points um, to a trade, right? Or either a trade or, you know, the fact that they've got those two picks in the first round within six picks of each other. I mean, Mm -hmm. do they, do they literally just double up? Package it. And, but like, who who do we think they're trading up for a wider receiver? I'll just say the draft is going to be very interesting. So. Right. Like, what's so funny is there's only a couple of things that they can do, but they oh, make yeah. it seem like they're going to pull <laughs> off some heist or something. They're like, we're going to. Like, this is like, this is like an Ocean's Eleven movie where that's like a trigger word for something, someone to drop from the ceiling or something. The Mona Lisa's <laughs> going to go missing on draft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. The Declaration of Independence. Mark Murphy is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, the, the Packers are on the clock and the MGM gets, gets robbed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a new slapper. Oh, oh. god damn it. 
Then they're on the clock six picks later, and like Caesar's Palace gets robbed. Like, <laughs> right. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I, I definitely think you know we're n- n- neither of the three of us are huge into the draft, but we've all heard the names going around. So yeah, I mean you know a, a Chris Olave, a um, Traylon Burks, they met Traylon with, Burks, or they're yep. meeting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Pickens from from Georgia. That is such I mean, a wide receiver name. Can I just say that? That is, such it is. A, like George Pickens. It sounds like a '90s wide receiver yes. name, though, doesn't I it? Like, it. right? That's from like Nebraska or yeah, from, like, like mid '90s, Kansas. Like he's definitely yeah. from the country. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, Mark Murphy's just a big old <laughs> tease. Um. Yeah. I mean, my thought is they're either gonna package those two picks and trade up. Or, I don't know, offer one of those. I don't know what they would do. My thought when he said it was going to be interesting was like, oh my God, they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) They're going to, they they just draft wide receivers. They draft two quarterbacks. (laughs) In like a really weak quarterback draft. One of these is going to hit, God damn it. Quarterbacks, somebody do something. Where's the draft this year? It's, it's in Vegas. It's Vegas. in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, there two years ago. If they yeah. do the if they do the trade up route, I I could, I could see them doing something like, packaging, that extra second rounder they got mm-hmm. and trade because if what happens this year this happened in 2020 where like they were eyeing Justin Jefferson, they were eyeing Brandon Ayuk, teams jumped in front of them to grab both of those guys. Yeah. Like, I think if they even get a sniff that that's happening again, they're going to be like, absolutely not. Like, you know that's what? what we've, I got, think. we've got these picks. Like, let's jump up and get yeah. whoever the dude is that they really want. Because there are other wide receiver right. teams that are going to take one of yeah. the guys that they want. The, the, the Chiefs still need one, even though they signed them. They luckily pick after. One after. Yeah. But, but, they, but, but still... they have two first round picks yeah. now, so right. they can jump yeah. up. They can jump up and package whatever they want. So, yeah. Well, it's. It's, the draft, the draft night dealing is going to be wild. I know. Yeah, I mean, if this like off season has been super insane, but it's just like it's funny because this sounds like a literal movie because they missed out on a wide receiver a couple yep, of years not, ago. Now they're, and now they're like twenty twenty two. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like really like we're not gonna get. Like, well, I mean, and there's there's like the draft in general is crazy because right don't the eagles have like three firsts like two in the top two in the top 10 i think or something yeah so that's an easy easy place to jump to yeah so somebody yeah we're gonna see a lot of wheeling and dealing yeah what okay so the second round pick that they got in the adams trade is that this year or next year this year this year okay yeah so yeah they have two two firsts and two seconds now and those are all from the top 40 i believe i love it um okay I just want to say, if any of our listeners are good at like Photoshop, or even you, Aaron, I don't know. <laughs> well, Aaron, we know Aaron is. I'm good at jersey girl. swaps. I'm the best. Need... Oh my god, you're a fucking artist. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a an Ocean's Eleven style poster, but just like Mark Murphy, Brian. That that would be great. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> That'd be really. <laughs> yes, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, I can We're slap gonna... something together. you devil woman (laughs) um so yeah that's about it with uh the trinity the trin trin Uh, (laughs) (laughs) one other piece of packers news that um kind of flew under the radar but i'm actually excited about is the signing of free agent Keyshawn nixon he came from the Raiders, um, and it's looking like he's going to be primarily a special teamer, although he is a defensive back. Um, it sounds like he came to play for Basaccia. Yeah, he's got a lot of experience playing with him, obviously, in yeah. Vegas. So he's, he's he's done punt returns and kick returns. Yep. I also no, kind of hope – No more I holding our hope, breath. <laughs> like, I kind of hope he's a guy that Basaccia, like came over and said – all right, I want this guy. Like mm-hmm. I have experience. Yeah. You know, him with him running the stuff that I like to run. And we absolutely need him because this whole unit needs an overhaul. And, and that's gotta hope... feel good to have guys want to come to the Packers because of your special yeah. teams coach. Yeah, for right. real. Like right. <laughs> what does that say about him as a well it probably right, because he's like, I'm I'm willing to identify with this shitty unit. 
Yes. To come play yeah. with this coach. <laughs> and now we're gonna get Snoop Dogg at Packers game. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think Snoop I think Snoop is a Steelers fan, but yeah, I mean he's got a, a nephew that literally plays. I want I I just want I want a photo with Snoop Dogg and Mark Murphy. That's... Yeah. No, it'll be it'll, and then Lil Wayne on the other side, yeah, and Mark Murphy in the middle. Like oh that, like you know, that would be a picture he would put in every office he's ever in, like right. his house. He That'll be like, like the first picture in his wallet, like his it's, it's a cell phone background. <laughs> yes, his cell phone lock screen. <laughs> I'm just picturing get... him like in line at like fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Like you'll never <laughs> guess who I'm at. <laughs> I ran into him at a McDonald's after the morning after a game once. Mark, Mark Murphy. Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> Mark... Oh. Mark Murphy. <laughs> Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy feels like an egg McMuffin guy. He just got a coffee. Okay. Does he? He went in. Laundry? Yeah, I was impressed. He went in just for a coffee. But yeah, and he also picked up my scarf one time because I I had. Um, a seat in the front row uh during the Kaepernick 49ers oh Packer playoff game that horrible yeah. game oh, and um catch the ball Micah Hyde um he yeah I he was like giving handshakes and I like reached my hand down and then I dropped my scarf and so you guys are up, you're so. basically best friends pretty much <laughs> that is pretty so awesome. I basically know I'm part of that Ocean's <laughs> 11 heist on draft night <laughs> So if you see me in Vegas draft night, mind your business. <laughs> I guess. Oh, you know, there is one more thing Packer related. I just heard about this before we started. I'm not a soccer fan. I don't know if you guys oh, are. Oh, yeah. But um, for anyone listening that's a soccer fan, there's going to be a game in July between Manchester and Bayern Munich. That's this is, July? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this July. Oh, that's really soon. I it says it's just days before training camp, so. Oh, Usually they plan stuff like that like years in advance. I wonder how long this has been in the works. I I know nothing about soccer, but I I'm sure there are plenty of soccer fans in Green Bay, so that's got to be pretty cool to see that played at Lambeau Field. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's a great segue into our mixer, which is just general news. One of those pieces of news being that Green Bay did not get the draft. Sad trombone. Yeah. Um, that was the 2024 NFL draft. It is going to be in Detroit. What a slap in the face. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. You beat me. That's why I was laughing so hard. I was just about to say that one. I'm really happy for Detroit, though. I am. There were... Yeah, I mean, okay, so I get it. It would be really cool if it was hosted in Green Bay. And to be honest, I probably would have tried to at least attend, you know, the festivities 100%. themselves. But I mean, I don't really think it's a huge deal. Like, I don't no. think it means Packers won't get it in the future. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of butthurt about it because it was the like, worst oh, news in the world <laughs> because like because they took away our home game for london like maybe we'll get the draft and then when we didn't get the draft there's like the league hates green bay like you yeah know how it goes you'll be fine i promise you know, that's entitled town like every like thinking everything is personal is yeah. like yeah. most entitled town thing like <laughs> everybody thinks everyone anything that doesn't i don't even want to say because this isn't like a slap in the i'm sorry <laughs> no <laughs> accident unintentional slap. <laughs> I was <laughs> subconscious slap <laughs> but like it wasn't an like it wasn't necessarily a negative for Green Bay it's not like they yeah. were like pet penalizing them for anything like it just was that they didn't get it and like yeah. everybody thinks that that's like some sort of like the league is like putting us in timeout like for what like, like yeah. they just picked another city that is just as worthy to get the draft and as a lot of people pointed out i think Domovsky was one of them like it never would have worked out the way that green bay is laid out right now they do yeah. not have the infrastructure to support all of those people coming I get that there are a whole bunch of hotels and places to stay, but it's just not enough. The city one is thing, not. Like the one thing I will yeah. say is I feel like Green Bay could, you know, be in a position where if they did grant us the draft, 
then they would start building above, up a bunch yeah. of hotels, right? They would like, need you, a lot more time though. Like you feel like yeah. you, they can, they like can the put some hotels together. Like you're not building five-star resorts there. Yeah. Like that would, those would never work. I used to work in the um, hospitality industry and they plan out hotels like 10 years in advance. They would okay. need so much more notice. Right. And well, and think about just like all the work that goes into the Olympics. I know this isn't the Olympics, but very true. The other issue is like you build all these hotels for one event, and then what? Yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah, like there's, there's right because you compare on. the Olympics, like you like if you look into all of what they do to build certain things in certain areas, it completely like they destroy like land, yeah. and they kick a lot of like civilians out of their homes if they're Definitely. in like not great areas, and they just like take their homes there's like, cities you. like and then they're then they're like abandoned after that yeah, so it's there's like, cities right. with, like abandoned luges right giant <laughs> <laughs> right with like vines all over it like it's, it's like something out of a, like an apocalyptic movie yeah like i like i know that would not necessarily happen in green bay but talk about all the jobs that it would create for a weekend and then yeah. all of those jobs would be gone. i mean it, uh, it does make sense that a, the city of Green Bay would host something related to the NFL. It's like a right. super storied yeah. part of the league. Right. It's one of the oldest teams, like all that stuff. The the trophy is named after the coach. So it, it does seem like there there should be something um, on top of just, you know, having primetime games there. And I think it probably will be in the future. Mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't think this means, you know, because they were passed up for the 2024 that it's never going to happen, but yeah, it's just obviously going to be a little bit longer. Well, now. I wonder if they would do something in, um, I don't know, with Milwaukee. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. Do they do draft things outside of NFL cities or is it always? In I don't NFL? know why they couldn't. I mean, it's still the same. Yeah, kind of market. Milwaukee's it's not kind like far, but I was going to say that that's the problem is like, you bring all these people in and only X amount can stay around the stadium. And then all the rest have to, commute from an hour and a half away That's like i wouldn't yeah. necessarily say commute but do different activities in different cities like hold the actual draft in Milwaukee, but Just have, have the entire shit state tons of Wisconsin, of... right? <laughs> that's, that's what it would end up being, anyways. Right? So like, like that'd be a but, huge but, deal like, for could, everybody in the state. You could do a bunch of activities at Lambeau, a bunch of press opportunities so much at Lambeau to do all week, like all week leading up to it, and then have the draft in Milwaukee, where they're like, and that's where all the players can stay because, yeah, like, I think that could to totally Milwaukee. work as like some sort of thing with Milwaukee because then you yeah. get a little bit. Like a best of both worlds like you mm -hmm. get the city yeah. infrastructure but then you also have green bay i like it obviously wouldn't be logical to travel back and forth every day but like espn and nfl network and everybody could like have two campuses they have a staff for that like right, exactly they could yeah. figure it out yeah it'll i mean it would be so cool to see a draft mm -hmm. in one of like the most historic football towns yeah. Yeah. I mean, they and they can't use they can't use weather for the excuse because they're having it in Detroit, and right. it's you know early, which is yes, Green Bay light spring, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, in other NFL news, there's been a change in playoff overtime. All right. Yeah. So we are, are very divided on. It? Yeah. I was gonna. Who who likes the rule? I'm fine with it. I just don't think it. I I think I'm. I'm neutral on it. Like I, just I, think it's... I like it because of the Packers being wronged by this rule in the past. <laughs> I don't like I'm that it's specifically for the playoffs. <clears throat> like I, I don't think I realized that it was specifically for the playoffs. It is. Yeah, it's, it's only for the playoffs. Okay. So you should make if that's if it's good enough for a playoff game, it should be yeah. good enough for the regular season. Like, yeah, just you, make well, I think right. You need to slap it want... on to both. They I don't want. That. Sorry, that was way forced. <laughs> I don't think they want regular season games to go too long. Mm -hmm. Like those are games that they just want over for yeah, television purposes. But it's well, just, I think, I'm not I think, a fan of changing the game when the stakes get higher. If that makes sense. Right. Well, I mean, I get it though. It works for hockey because a shootout mm -hmm. in the playoffs would be horrible, mm -hmm. but playing full 20 minute periods during the regular season is, yeah. is insane. Because yeah. especially because it's maybe because it's also just so much more low, low scoring that it's easy to go 20 minutes without scoring. So they have yeah. to right. again. But as far as my issue with it is it doesn't really change anything for me. 
because each team gets the ball and then the person that wins the coin toss then has the advantage again. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if, like, let's say they both score. Yeah. If they both touch the ball, right. they both score. Then you're back then to square one. To, they get the ball first. Someone brought up the point though, that now the team who gets the ball second, they are a lot more likely to go for two, which kind of changes could, takes a little bit. True. I bet we will see more two point, but I think that might take a while because a lot of coaches aren't going to play, you know, they're going to play not to lose. I feel like in a lot of situations, Very true. that's a winner like, die situation. Yeah. Right. You know, you're talking, you're talking about a playoff game. Like, do you really want that on your, you know, want that scar against you? If you could have just kicked the extra point and kept, kept the game going. Right. Like in, in some games, it makes sense. Like I, I tweeted, I, I made all the sense in the world for the Packers to go for two against the Cardinals because mm-hmm. they were out, they were outgunned and like you, you weren't going to stop them if you kept the game going because right. they were better than yeah. you that day. But overall, yeah, I mean, that'd be real ballsy if you started seeing a lot of the second team that you're still chasing that first team because they mm-hmm. went down and scored. And now you're going to be like, all right, you know what? Like, let's see if we can end the game. Does the rule – so does the rule say that, like, if there's a turnover by the other team, if there's, like, a pick six, is does that – end the game since both I would assume that that would yeah I was gonna say I, I, I think it would end it because because okay. that's but technically changing that's their possession. Po- yeah that's their possession yeah. you intercept it now you have the possession and it also board. said if there's a safety that that's game over which is fair that make, can't that make that happen too, very yeah, often but that doesn't yeah yeah I mean to me it's just like it doesn't change the issue at hand like if, if you're gonna change something the the complaint is it comes down to a coin flip mm-hmm. and in right. this situation it still comes down it to a fucking coin does. flip yeah. yeah because if you both score and it's still tied like it's basically it's just you're wasting it's an extra possession like it, it yeah you're you're at the yeah. start of everything so that just doesn't make sense to me so if it needs to be something different from the coin flip if that's what we're trying to, if we're going to change anything change it from the coin flip in my opinion well we're going to talk about some other possibilities with yes. our garnish. Yes, yes, yes. You guys are going to love this. But first, a couple other things. Um, let's breaking talk about news. some breaking news that we got while we were on our pre-call thing. Pre-show. Pre-game pre-show. Bruce Arians has retired from coaching and is moving into a front office role with the Buccaneers. Yeah. And Todd bowls or is Aaron, <laughs> call me bowls. Is Aaron like I can't bowls? my brain reads it as bowels like I swear Todd to god bowls. I just like I can't I mean, he is the I shit can't. So. He is he's the been shit. I'm hired that one. or appointed the head coach of the Buccaneers yeah it looks um, like Tom so Brady came out of retirement to slap um, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians into, into the front office yeah <laughs> I mean it has always seemed like their relationship was more like respectful versus like they like working with each mm-hmm. other. Um, so it does, you know, kind of add some fuel to that fire. But yeah. as someone that's not a great, I'm not like a huge Bruce Arians fan, but I will give him props for this. I just saw this quote and this is pretty awesome. So um, this is his full quote. He said, succession has always been huge for me with the organization, probably the best shape it's been in in its history with Tom coming back. I'd rather see Todd in position to be successful and not have to take some crappy job. I'm probably retiring next year any- anyway, so I control the narrative right now. I don't control it next February because if Brady gets hurt, we go 10 and 7, and it's an open interview for the job. I have 31 coaches and their families that depend on me. He thinks so, the team is 10 wins without Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, that hurt Tom Brady. With who? Don't they have like... Blaine Gabbert um, is their I think backup. Blaine Gabbert oh, and Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, the guy that's they drafted. right. That's a very but, admirable quote, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, it is. But did he craft that or was that <laughs> them? That, or was that, that him the trying to say? The front office was like, here's what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will they, make, like, we're going to demand you get out of this position. Because that, what we're going to do is make you look like the mm-hmm. hero. That's great perspective. So, like, that, that is cool that they, you know, it, it sets things up for top bulls. Who obviously as a exactly Benny. I agree. He's like, fuck yes. <laughs> like obviously with all the stuff going on about minority hires in the NFL, it's nice to see that now, you know, there's mm-hmm. another uh, minority head coach and yes. a guy that had built his reputation back up 
a lot because he started yes. out, you know, he, he got a raw deal with the Jets because anyone like coaches the Jets as, as all coaches. Gets a raw deal. <laughs> yeah. So then he went, you know, he's been that DC in Tampa who's given, you know, Packers fans know he's given us fits. He's given fits to a bunch of other teams. So it's, he built his reputation back up and now, yeah, let's, you know, see how he does. I thought, I thought what's his face? Um, wasn't Byron Leftwich? What was he? Is he the offensive coordinator? He was, yeah. Okay, I've been getting him and Bulls mixed up. I thought Byron Leftwich was the defensive coordinator, but that wouldn't make sense because Byron Leftwich wasn't he a coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a QB. So yeah, I am Byron... interested in Bulls being hired go? over Leftwich. Oh, Leftwich. Did he leave? Leftwich is, he's still, he's the still there. Yeah, he's still I'm, the offensive coordinator. Okay, I'm really I mean, interested in that because he was the big candidate. This I kind of get it though because Bulls has. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not saying left with Justin, I have respect in the locker room. That's not what I'm saying. But Bulls, as a guy that's already been a head coach before, mm-hmm. you've got to in the division that Tom Brady was in. Yeah. And right. you got old man Tom Brady coming back, like you pair him with a vet coach. And yeah. now this is probably very much set up for, you know, if if Todd Bulls goes somewhere else, left which could become the coach. Very true. Yeah. So. Like it's kind of a grooming role yeah. because this could be, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting because, I mean, I have my feelings on Bruce Arians, particularly in the handling of the Antonio Brown thing, um, <laughs> but it also just kind of speaks to <laughs> who runs the show in TMJ. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't believe that statement at all, and I, yeah. like, yeah. At, in any regard. It's a, it's a really well-written statement. Whoever wrote that, you're going as much as, but... <laughs> as much as people want to joke that Aaron Rodgers controls things, right? like, Tom Brady is clearly the alpha slap yeah. the shit out of anybody who tried to... <laughs> thank you i was trying to think of what's up <laughs> but <laughs> sorry god my, <clears throat> my throat slap yourself on the back <laughs> yeah god oh, damn, damn it, it. <laughs> has it been announced what uh role arians is taking on no just yes. as front office oh it has yeah somewhere i just saw front office um <sighs> The Bucks announced it, like the actual Bucks. Twitter. I thought you were gonna say the Bucks announcer. I was like, That's... <laughs> "Oh my god, could you imagine?" <laughs> I would actually watch every single game. Here's uh, this fucking guy, and like, yeah. that is. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, all I, all senior I football is... consultant. Okay. What does that mean? That's so. Yeah, that's so. We're generic. gonna consult. That means he gets a desk. <laughs> With yeah, like in a name papers plate. to shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> the big desk guy. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that happened. Bruce, is this <laughs> this a has football? been literally the yep. weird, like the yes, wildest off season. And Thanks then one more um, little piece of news: uh, there's been a change to the Rooney Rule. Um, mm-hmm. It's now required that every single team in the NFL have a minority offensive assistant coach yeah well and women are now included in the women are so. included women are right. included don't Which think is... we'll be seeing a lot of those but you know it's a i mean we, there are what there are female assistant coaches and what four red teams? not red the commanders. that's not a name the commanders uh the bucks have <laughs> the some browns. Bucks have a yeah. couple of the browns yeah i believe the jets have a woman in their front office or maybe the okay. bills one of them yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, we're this getting seems, there. We're we're on the pipeline of eventually, you know, I think we'll see a female head coach in the right. NFL. I, I don't know how close that is, but it seems like that's I clearly that's still a while away. The way yeah, they're still going, a long way away. <laughs> um, I mean, but but with the like, this is I, I think of like that Onion article of like the worst person you knew like makes a good point. Made a good point. And <laughs> it's like like, and that's how I feel about the NFL. I mean, the Rooney Rule, I still think it's just bullshit because it's all for face. 100%. Like, yeah. there's no there's no depth behind that. It's you um, have to interview a minority. It's performing. right, right, right. That doesn't mean it doesn't help, but it's right, overall <laughs> right. But yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's not actually like I I don't believe that it's actually helping things. But yeah, um. This they've got this new offensive assistant position where minorities, um, meaning people of color, women, um, etc., are uh, every team's going to have um, this position, and a person, a minority has to have fill that to be has to be yeah. in that position, 
And it's weird. We are just kind of talking about it's offensive. I mean, maybe it's because the, the league is so offensive, like leaning now, but it's, it's weird so that there's weird. like not an option for like anything else, but it, I think it's probably because head coaches are more offensive leaning anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But that is actually something that is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a, still a lot of things that need to happen, but that is at least putting a minority in a position to get experience, to get knowledge, exactly, to build up a resume, to build up experience so they can apply for these positions and, and get an interview that isn't just... Right satisfying the Rooney roll. <laughs> check to check out the box. <laughs> right, right. No. Clap a stamp on it that says right. Yes. <laughs> right. So Did I think it's a clap joke. <laughs> Damn it. These keep I I they they're he's he's so good at these. Like can we have one of our there. listeners count how many times we've said God damn it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have any clergy listening, but we apologize. <laughs> it's um, the holy trinity. <laughs> not to like not to like you know be like Oh, we were the first, but the Packers were the first they uh, were. Team to have a minority coaching internship. Mm-hmm. I think it's every year they bring in a minority coaching candidate and give them some sort of coaching yeah, it's, it's, experience it's, on the team. It's like a class, like a leadership type of. Yeah, they you know, started it with Ruval Martin. And who do they have this year? Um, ooh, That's I, a great question. You looked it up, but I don't know. We did. <laughs> should have written his name Hold down. Please. But, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Quinshawn Odom. Yeah. I mean, it's He's awesome. The, yeah, they're it's a minority fellowship. Taking there the initiative. Yeah. They're giving these guys the tools that they need to get to the next level. They're putting them in, you know, like Aaron said, they're putting them in the position to move up within the coaching ranks. Yeah. They're just giving but them hopefully a Hopefully within the next like five to 10 years, we start to see a more balanced uh, coaching thing. <laughs> Picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very eloquent. My brain <laughs> does slap that work. sentence together. <laughs> well, that about covers it for uh, general NFL news. So we will move on to our garnish, which, like oh, I said, before we do that, I would like to comment on. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, you know, the, the bills are in contention for, or in discussions, excuse me, for getting a new stadium. Ooh, yeah. And, I think it's confirmed already. Okay. And it's really oh, yeah, funny. They got they're, some government money. Yep. They're, they're spending a bunch of taxpayer money. $850 million. Yep. So next time someone tries to give, you know, Packer fan shit for voluntarily buying a $250 piece of paper or however much it, it was this time. How much did the Packers raise? With the stock sale, I have two numbers in my head, but they're very different numbers. It was either like sixty something million, or it was like three hundred something. I feel like I have three hundred something million. Three hundred something million. Okay, so Um, they sold two hundred thousand shares at three hundred dollars a pop. Raising sixty-five point eight million for. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know where. In twenty twelve, it raised sixty-seven million. Okay, so it's about what they raised last time. Yeah. And you know what? That's half of a new stadium. Not yeah, no. That's like a wing of a stadium. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like that's we're not building a new stadium. Yeah, but like, plenty for improvements. Like, like, yeah, like for renovations. Stuff like adding those seats in the south end zone exactly. and the new or video a new boards. Sledding and sledding hill for Mark Murphy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Murphy. There's gonna be a loop the loop in the next one. <laughs> for him and Snoop Dogg to be sledding together. <laughs> Maybe, Snoop, this maybe year we got tandem tubes. Maybe this is funding their draft night heist. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was funding like the, the EMP. They need to knock out the power. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we really are slap happy. Um, God uh, damn it. <laughs> I want to yeah. slap you at this point. <laughs> Do it. Um. Anyways, on to our garnish, guys. Um, As many of you listeners may have seen, we posted another mascot melee poll, this time for the NFC. We had Sourdough Sam versus Captain Fear. Sourdough Sam is the Buccaneers mascot. Captain Fear is the... No, no, no. no. Sourdough Sam is the... (laughs) Strike that, reverse it. Sourdough Sam is the 49ers mascot, which yeah, no one told us why sourdough 
Um, yeah, we're disappointed any of these San Francisco listeners that we don't have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine why they don't like the Packers. <laughs> and uh, Captain Fears, the Buccaneers mascot. Um, in stunning fashion, Captain Fear just, he didn't demolish Sourdough Sam. <laughs> no, he well, yeah, did well, beat him, and we did not think the, that was going to happen. Do we have the totals? It was 53% to 46 point something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would have... I. I thought Sourdough Sam was going to win. He's got a goddamn pullback. Yeah. And he's got red hair. Yeah. <laughs> and Captain Fear, we thought for the longest time he had some sort of headgear. <laughs> yeah, we would, like to, we would like to correct a previous report. Beads, guys. <laughs> he's got mustache beads. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, Captain Fear took the cake. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's going to make our showdown a little easier. <laughs> I mean, I still had my winner picked Me from, too. The very moment, <laughs> from the very moment he was decided. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to read a couple comments about what our mascots of the week looked like. Um, Hackman underscore 10. Sourdough Sam looks like a well-kept hipster. En route to the local craft brewery with the highest Yelp rating, but not too many reviews or it's mainstream. <laughs> Captain Fear will devour him in his entirety and spit out the half-digested avocado toast that Sam had for breakfast. Very specific, very detailed. Um, literal Cheesehead also said, are we sure sourdough Sam isn't just George Kittle? <laughs> I, that, I like that one. I that was a good one. That's I could good. see him like George Kittle if he's like, you know, if he's like on IR and he can't play, but he's healthy enough to like be on the sideline. To hold the pickaxe. He'll be like, and yo, suspenders. Give, me, give me the costume. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a lot of uh, very similar comments. We got like three or four comments that said Captain Fear is just a poser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them felt pretty personal. Like... That was Sourdough Sam's burner. Captain Fear is a poser. This is Matt Pickett. Again, Captain Fear is a poser. A guy who goes by that name is probably a cosplayer. Sourdough Sam, on the other hand, has seen some shit out on the frontier. Plus, his pickaxe has longer reach than that Halloween express ass sword. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, in stunning fashion, Captain Fear has beaten sourdough sam yeah, to the, the real the real ncaa board. tournament has nothing on this bracket yeah this so is... our final matchup guys is jackson deville who if i need to remind you is the methed out <laughs> jacksonville meth drink. <laughs> meth drink. <laughs> the just methed out coked out mascot Florida man. he hangs from wires just drops down into the stadium he probably <laughs> kicks little kids in the face versus captain fear the guy with mustache beads <laughs> um yeah, well, i know who my winner is yeah it's jackson it's jackson yeah i think i think i think he fights dirty whereas mm-hmm. you know pirates have like an honor code right right like there's honor among thieves or whatever i think jackson deville will just be like while you know Captain Fear's making some long extended speech, just walks up and stabs him in the stomach. Right, with like a <laughs> shard of glass or something ridiculous, like like the <laughs> handle of a spoon. That he, <laughs> he like jabs it in his eyes. Like he would be reckless, just reckless. <laughs> um, Aaron, I thought about getting you a Jackson Deville themed present for your birthday, but oh, I couldn't that find been, anything. That would have been great. That yeah, would have been fantastic. I'm on the hunt. I'm gonna find like a like a like a Jackson Deville plushie, but like a, a huge one. <laughs> I would like cuddle it every night <laughs> <laughs> with realistic meth scars. Realistic <laughs> feature of the product. <laughs> Like an add-on. With mouth bars, you can touch. <laughs> um, so with that, we were thinking of other things to add to our garnish. And with this whole overtime rule change, we were wondering if there's any way we could incorporate our mascots into the overtime uh, 
decision who gets the ball first who wins the game um is there anything we could have the mascots doing instead of just a coin toss yeah let's say let's even put it this way let's say the the real revision should have been you just play an extra 10 minute period of football and if the game is still tied after that then the mascots are on deck right and they're doing something yeah the mascots are so the game both teams have scored back and forth in overtime the game is still tied so now the mascots it's their opportunity to win the game for their team so we're kind of thinking of like you know like field day games and activities that would be hilarious because by then the mascot's already been drunk for five quarters (laughs) right (laughs) At best, drunk. Well, my first suggestion is going to be like the slap Olympics. <laughs> like those slap fights? Yeah. That are online? I mean, oh that actually, God. like, like drinking rule aside, that would actually be fucking hilarious. Those, those hurt to watch. Those videos are, those are like the, those are the things that like, I'm high and like watching YouTube at like 2 a.m. And I'm watching like ultimate slap fight compilation, right. 10 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> um well like i i i made after the bills kansas city um overtime i did a post that said like what should be the new overtime rule wrong answers only so i'm gonna take some inspiration from that but somebody um at tall steve 17 said shotgunning a beer challenge so you could have a mascot shotgun a beer and then my 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 personal friend ashton replied and said uh, the loser fields the punt. So imagine a mascot <laughs> shotgunning a beer, and the slower one actually has to feel. I love that. Like I kick. love that. That'd maybe not the, maybe not the punt, but the the kickoff. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I keep now now that we have our winner Jackson. I keep thinking about like what would he be good at, and I really think he would be good at like I don't know how you would incorporate the other team into this, but I really think he'd be good at like fighting off a mob of like ten year olds. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if you maybe have both mascots, just like just helicopter. Just beating up children. <laughs> <laughs> just slapping the shit out of a bunch of kids. Whoever knocks down the most children, like, gets the ball first or wins. I mean, if, if it was something like fielding a punt, I would have, I think, obviously, Captain Fear could probably do that better because he has hands and not paws. True. Right? Like, Ooh, what like... if it's just like you have the mascot, like the mascot of each team now has to play quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like you would have like what in regulation. <laughs> you would, and, and because like the NFL is like such a strategic game, you'd have like former like two star like second round picks at quarterback <laughs> being like teams mascots, right. like just in case Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the fucking Cleveland Browns mascot now. <laughs> Just in case so you, need, you like, need to get out. Literally, there. your QB3 suits up every week <laughs> in the mascot uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, God, what else? Uh, um, I would like to see, like, just a straight up, like, the the kickers in costume have to take turns kicking like 20 yard field goals. Does that mean Mason Crosby wears Mark Murphy's skin? <laughs> How does it this does, work? Yes, it does now. Right. That does pose a complication, not just Mark Murphy's skin, but Mark Murphy's skin in his winter gear with his tube. Yeah. The, <laughs> for the sledding. His, tube. His, 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 sledding his sledding fit. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine um, his sledding fit once he hangs out with Snoop? Though it's gonna be like gonna blue. Be, it's gonna be like drip, velour. Drip. <laughs> it is. It's gonna be fucking blue velour. People are gonna be like, "Yo, that outfit slaps, Mark." <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> damn it! I'm, I'm almost out of drinks. I'm on my third one. Same. Um, <laughs> they're uh. I mean, like, imagine, like, Snoop gets, like, Mur- Mark Murphy high for the first time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna rebut with that to say 
I don't think that would be the first time Mark Murphy got. High. I don't think so either. <laughs> Do you think like, he? Uh, I don't think. I don't think currently, I, but I think in the past. Yeah, in the back in, in the North day. Yeah, 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 like in the seventies or something. Yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what position was he at Northwestern? He played uh, right. Yeah, he was like he a linebacker or something. It was on. It was. He was. Uh, it was defense. Because then he, he played in the NFL. I believe so. Mark Murphy. Those Northwestern nerds get down. He's a safety. Sa- no way. Yeah. Safety. I refuse to believe. See, he's felt like a DB to me. Yeah. Six, <sighs> so, 6'4". So, he's tall. So, he's a tall dude. Uh, oh, Murphy played. That's right. So, yeah, he played in the Super in two Super Bowls with the, with the now Commanders. But... Wow. He played a key role in the 27-17 win over the Dolphins, recording a second half interception. So Mark Murphy's been on the block. What if it what if overtime was just a matter of like the owner or the GM has to pick a number between one and ten? <laughs> the closest gets it. Or like um as uh Todd Barney uh suggested a spelling bee. Um <laughs> But he actually suggested this was when it not having to do with mascots. I actually love his idea. Spelling bee and the teams get to pick each other's player representatives. Oh, that would oh be good. God. Like I'd be like, that hey Gronk, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think Gronk's actually smart. I think it's all fake, but do you think he's smart? I think he is. I think he is. Like he's good with money if you like Yeah, he he's plays like, he, he's not he spent plays, a set of his salary. That's true. He that's plays true. a very yeah. convincing a very convincing idiot, but I don't think. Okay, he's who do we idiot. think is the smartest guy in the Packers? Who would we want smartest. in a spelling bee? Well, Aaron Rodgers thinks he is for sure. Right, so uh, automatically <laughs> no. <laughs> Trust me, the one that thinks he's the smartest is never the smartest. I don't. I think like like Mercedes what? Lewis or something. That is a think, seasoned man. He is. I think seen Mercedes a Lewis is the most wise. Wise, maybe not the smartest. We've got like, a couple Northwestern guys. We've like got. If I wanted like a life coach on the Packers, like I yeah. would probably pick Big Dog. Because right, agreed. Like to get high very, with Big Dog. You keep you very zen. <laughs> yeah, like. get high with Big Dog and Billy Turner, <laughs> but he's not with the Packers anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's um, see, like book, like book smartest. I don't know. I mean, yeah, who Roger, do you want this probably me? Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, he probably would be. He I doesn't just, read. I... He just says he reads. <laughs> he, he did like, admit to that. He he's did like, admit to that. He's like hyper cerebral. So, like, he's got a stupid photographic memory. Like, I feel like he is very. Yeah, book he smart, probably would be. He probably Which makes him, that. which is one of the reasons he is like super eccentric because everyone. But like, I just don't want to see him lose because I feel like him losing in an intellectual battle would be. <laughs> He would so... just melt down. <laughs> right? yeah, like, he like, melt I down. feel like, like, I feel like we see a side it. of him we would we've never yeah. seen before. I don't want to ask who we think is the dumbest person on the team because that's rude. Yeah. So I'm not gonna ask that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if I could think of an answer, an obvious answer. I can't There's gotta be someone smarter than Aaron Rodgers on the team. Anybody like anyone on the roster? Randall Cobb. Like... Randall Cobb. Yeah, Randall Cobb. I feel like is pretty intelligent. He's That's married true. to like a lawyer. Yes, yeah. Ida is smart. Queen. Queen. <laughs> Queen. Smart. Love her. Yes. This is a fucking Ida Cobb yeah. stand podcast. Yeah, this is, we, this is an Ida right. Cobb stand gonna, show. If we ever get a guest and we get like Randall Cobb to be like, can we? Can I come on your show? No. Like, you have well, a stand. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We just have like He'd a round slap table. Us right across the face. <laughs> If we just had like a round table of like the like player like significant others or wives on the show, that'd be a I'm lot of fun. Her, that'll be another episode. But for now, <laughs> we're gonna cut it off because it's getting weird. <laughs> per usual. So guys, guys, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ferd Turgeson. I'm- f-e-r-d underscore t-u-r-g-e-s-o-n and where else can now, we find you <laughs> oh yeah where else occasionally now you'll find me on youtube i'm gonna do you know kind of daily recap videos for cheesehead tv so just kind of stuff like this week if there's news 
breaking during the day, you know, pressers with important information. I'm kind of just going to be posting a video at the end of those kind of days to wrap up um, for everybody. You know, I'm on the West Coast, so I get to wrap up the late night stuff. Are you going to tell us if you hear cool stuff before? I will. Everyone else? Okay. I will. This is this is the this is the exclusive show. If you don't, we'll kill you. We'll don't slap right. me. <laughs> don't. Damn it. <laughs> well, and, um, uh, maybe it'll be like a week late breaking news, like uh, MVS signing with the Chiefs. Yeah. Breaking Just hold news. Hold on to that news MV- for six days. <laughs> And break it here. <laughs> Breaking news. It actually happened six days. <laughs> Aaron, birthday girl, where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> on Twitter at E. And on Monday or Tuesday mornings, <laughs> Monday nights. That's when we record. Uh, on Tuesdays, I'm Brandon Off Topic. And I am Sandwich, S-A-M-M-W-I-C-H-H. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make a lot of slap jokes uh, <laughs> for us. Go I don't know go. what I'm saying. We're going to end it here. Go back, go. Go back, go. <laughs> That's <He's> the wrong <laughs> outro. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the wrong outro. Uh. Oh, let's try that again. Perfect ending. (laughs) Someone slap me. (laughs) Go back, go.